The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the truth. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who's on this town tonight. Hey, welcome to the Aquarium Last of the Sports Talk. We are live. It is Making Moves Monday. Making Money Monday. Whatever fits you, whatever suits you, you just just get it done. 888-346-9144. I am in the studio alone. There was no traffic. I thought it was a holiday. No traffic on the road. Got here in record time. Enough time to get myself together. If you saw my post, I try to post before every show. And you might have saw something different in there, a little vino. And what is it in Arizona Pacific Standard Time? It is 9.03. Don't judge me. Either get along or move along. It's just one of those mornings, one of those days. I had a long weekend. I golfed twice. I'm not saying it was a strenuous weekend, but I golfed twice in the same day. I missed an event for my buddies, Jeremy Freeland and Kirk Blakeney. Missed that event because I had some other prior two things to do. But the Cardinals lost. We're going to talk some Cardinals football. And before we get into Cardinals football, there's other things. Drew Brees, 400 touchdowns. He's joined the club. I think it's Brett Favre and who would that other guy be? Peyton Manning. David Johnson, young fella, young rookie. Don't worry about it. Like I said, we're going to talk Cardinals. So I'm saying David Johnson right now, the rookie who has his jersey in the Hall of Fame for some things he has done in the first three weeks of the Cardinals season, of the NFL season. Don't worry about it. It happens. Just grow and learn from it. You're with a good coaching staff. You're with a good team. You guys got, you have bounce back capabilities. The Arizona Cardinals have bounce back capabilities. What's, what's crazy is that the, the pronosticators, the so-called gurus, the professionals, the know-it-alls, and I'm going to talk about the know-it-alls as I move on to the show because I think I just realized something about me that I cannot do anymore. But the know-it-alls, had the nerve to say that we judge the Cardinals too fast. You idiots, you. Football, there's 16 games. It's a 17-week season. Everybody gets to buy. There's 16 games. The good teams, the professional teams, the real teams, the teams that matter, they don't play 16 straight games. They break these games up in quarters. The first quarter is four games. Second quarter is four more. That's a total of eight. So on and so forth. In the first quarter of the NFL season, not counting the preseason, well, who does? In the first quarter of the regular NFL football season, the Cardinals are three and one. What's better than that? 
outside of undefeated. And there are six undefeated teams. Let me see if I can name them off the top of my head. There are six undefeated teams. Cardinals are 3-1. and one. They lost the game to a divisional opponent, the St. Louis Rams. And if you remember my conversation before the season started and what I said about the St. Louis Rams, then you can understand that. But I'll elaborate more on that. I'll get to it when I get to it. Now, the undefeated teams out there, I think it's the Denver Broncos, the New England Patriots, the Carolina Panthers, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Green Bay Packers, and there's one more, one more somewhere hiding in this bunch. But the Cardinals are right there. I mean, you look at these ratings and, and what they say about uh, power rankings and this. When you look at the uh, – now, I'm not going to get into your fantasy right now because I, I am going to speak a little bit on fantasy, but we'll get into that. But you look at the, the real power rankings and what these teams are playing. Well, a lot of these teams got cupcake games. A lot of these teams outside of their conference are playing nobody. I think the AFC North is playing the NFC East. NFC East, Dallas Cowboys, New York Giants, Philadelphia Eagles, Washington Redskins. Who's going to win that division? Well, it looks like no one right now. Although the New York Giants did win the game yesterday, the Dallas Cowboys did lose a game yesterday, the Washington Redskins did win a game, Philadelphia Eagles found a way to lose another game. One and three, Chip Kelly, we'll probably get into that later. Chip Kelly, the mastermind, the genius, this guru, this college offense that I can get rid of special players, dynamic players, playmakers, and still win football games with the guys on my teams. And well, that works if your name is Bill Belichick and if you've been winning prior to. Well, Chip Kelly, you won 10 games prior to that, but you remember you had those players on the team. You remember that, right? Let me go back to the Cardinals. The football season's broke, broken up in quarters. There's four quarters. The Cardinals are three and one. If you remember my, my little dissertation about when I broke down the conferences before the season even started, when I broke down the conferences during preseason, which didn't matter, why well, I say the Cardinals and the St. Louis Rams, the Seattle Seahawks, who played tonight, uh, who, who are they playing? Detroit. I think they're playing Detroit. There's another undefeated team. I may find it if I get to it. If I don't, look it up yourself. 888-346-9144. That's the number if you want to call in during the show. Voice America Sport, Quarterman Lodge Sports Talk. The Arizona Connors are 3-1. and one. I said it was going to come down to, I never said it was going undefeated. It's going to come down to 11-5 or 12-4, and four, depending on, what teams you lost to and what teams you, you beat, Arizona Cardinals, Seattle Seahawks. But if you remember, I said, if the St. Louis Rams can resuscitate any offense whatsoever, any offense, then they might be fighting for that second spot. So that might put the me going with the Cardinals as the number one spot. That might put, but it's going to come down to it. It's going to be a battle. The Cardinals just... What they did yesterday was level the playing field. They let everybody back in it. It's early. It's football season. It's the first quarter of the season. If the St. Louis Rams, as I mentioned, can resuscitate any offense, any. Now, they got Nick Foles over here, and, and do your research on Nick Foles. Guy can play football. But he has to be consistent 
Because you can't beat Nick Foles and the St. Louis Rams and go into the nation's capital and get smashed. You can't be that guy. But I'll elaborate on that. We talk about the NFC West being one of the toughest conferences. We talk about that with the St. Louis Rams, the Arizona Cardinals, the Seattle Seahawks, the San Francisco 49ers, who's at the bottom of the barrel right now. But years past, they have had a defense. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And what people are saying about Colin Kaepernick, they need to shut up. They need to shut up. And that brings me back to mine and what I say about what I can't do anymore. Somebody make me remember that because I'm going to be going. I'm going to be all over the place. The St. Louis Rams play the Arizona Cardinals. This is the conference game. This is the team you get up for. Now, if you're a professional, you always get up for these teams. If you're a professional, you don't get down for teams like Washington Redskins. If you're a professional, you go about your business a certain way, like the New England Patriots. You go about your business a certain way, like the Denver Broncos, who has a team, and I say team because their defense, I think they're 4-0, and their defense is building out two games. Peyton Manning, we know, has, is aging. He's still Peyton Manning, cerebral. He's a cerebral guy. He's still that Peyton Manning. And it's hard to let legends go when you know the next guy should be in, a la Brett Favre, uh, Aaron Rodgers. It's hard to let those guys go out of respect. But Peyton Manning time is coming. But they are 4-0, and their defense is the reason why I say they have a team now because they're 4-0, and their defense has resuscitated some of those games they played in. Now, St. Louis Rams, Arizona Cardinals game. This is a divisional game. You get up for these games. You play. There's going to be some games where you walk, wow, the Cardinals should have blew those teams away. There will be some games where your favorite team should have blew that team away, but it comes to be a close game, and they might edge it out in the end. That was not the case yesterday, and I was at the stadium. It was hard for me to watch, but you know what? I say it happens. It was something else, but I said it in place of that something else. It happens. But when you look at the professionalism of this team, the Arizona Cardinals, and I'm not talking all both sides of my mouth, when you look at the professionalism of this team, these players, these guys, well, the game started off all wrong. David Johnson, young fella, don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. You're going to be okay. Larry Fitzgerald, well, you're a professional. You know that it happens in the game. You was trying to make a football play. The guy put the, his helmet in the right spot Got the ball out. So the kickoff, initial kickoff, St. Louis kicks off to the Arizona Cardinals. We win the toss. They get the ball. Fumble on the first play. They go in to score. That's how the game started. That's not the momentum we had the week before against the San Francisco 49ers, another division opponent. I thought the Cardinals would be 2-0 in the division, and I thought they'd have a commanding lead. But it's early in the season. And remember, first four games, that's the first quarter. The commanding lead I'm talking about is... Well, the St. Louis Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks. The Arizona Cardinals beat the San Francisco 49ers and would have beat the St. Louis Rams. They would have been up in the division. I also mentioned that the, what they did yesterday was laying a level of the playing field. Now, a lot, of these, a lot of these things happen for a reason. A lot of these things can be blessings in disguise. If you believe that, I see what I see. So if you believe in something better down the road, what you can have right now, then you believe what you want to believe. But some of these things can be less in disguise. These guys, I don't think they were, I'm talking Arizona Cardinals. I don't think they were cocky in any regards that 
oh, we're going to take them lightly. I think, and I've said this, the St. Louis Rams have a defense comparable to the Arizona Cardinals defense, who we know has a defense. They just didn't have offense, and we know the Arizona Cardinals have an offense. But when you lose that momentum, momentum is huge. It's like confidence. If you lose it, it's hard to get it back at a quick pace. The Arizona Cardinals, they started in the hole. They started in the hole with a cause fumble. The opponents go down to score. St. Louis Rams come in and score. And they kick it off to them. You get a three and out. There's no points on the board. It was one of those games. To me, that's the game I would have loved to play in because it was a defensive game. Even with the high-power offense that we have with the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Carson Palmer, uh, Johns, Chris Johnson, and those guys, David Johnson, even with this high-power offense, the, the dynamic receivers that we have, Larry Fitzgerald, Michael Floyd, uh, John Brown, even with this, and we're getting our offensive line, we're getting pieces of the offensive line. I say we, but the Arizona Cardinals are getting pieces of their offensive line back. So don't discount what they're going to do moving forward. I get a text somebody saying the Cardinals are overconfident. That's BS at a high level. I don't believe it whatsoever. These guys were playing a division opponent. They were not overconfident about a division opponent. Maybe if they were playing the Washington Redskins, and that's how St. Louis lost to the Redskins because they was overconfident. Quite a lot of sports talk. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to come back, and I'm going to finish up on some Arizona Cardinals. And you know we got more football. Drew Brees, 400 touchdowns. We'll be right back. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Welcome back. <laughs> I think they're trying to say I lost my mind back there. 888-346-9144. That's the number if you want to call in and be a part of the show. I don't have my cup of ambition, but maybe this is some ambition. This is uh, Sutter Holmes, Vino, Merlo. It's never too early. I think in Virginia, it's, uh, yeah, it is 12 o'clock. So I'm good. I'm from Virginia. So it's 12 o'clock. 
talking to Arizona Cardinals. Don't forget now, here's the problem. Now, it started off. Let me, let me get right back into it. Let me, let me get focused. Paint this picture for you. It started right. It started like this. The kickoff, we know we fumble. Momentum, different. Confidence, different. And don't worry about the confidence of the Arizona Cardinals. These guys are going to be okay. They got a great coaching staff. When you're talking about having a great defense, the first thing you have to do is be able to stop the run. You have to be able to stop the run. And that's a lot of midpoint offenses that we have in this league now in that college atmosphere. And it works. It always works when it's new in the league. Everything new works. It's not like it's some innovation that's going to take over the football league. If you, as you can see, Chip Kelly and his Eagles are one and three. DeMarco Murray, and we'll get into that, said he's not getting the ball enough. Well, he's not. There's about to be some trouble in Philadelphia. If they don't pull it, hey, they won the three in the first quarter. What, they have three quarters left? Anything is possible. You could be a wild card because you're in the conference with the uh, division with the Giants, the NFC East, the Giants, the Dallas Cowboys, who Tony Romo missing. Wheaton has not been playing bad at all. I, I'm almost feeling sorry for Benjamin Buttons. I call him Benjamin Buttons because he came in the league at 28 years old. I'm almost feeling sorry for Brandon Wheaton. The guy playing well, the team's just, they're just not getting it done. It's not getting it done. The Dallas Cowboys not getting it done at all. Then you have the New York Giants. You have the New York Giants who's, uh, I say who's, uh, let me just say who cares. Let me move on back to the Cardinals. Well, these guys, if you're going to have a great defense, if you're going to have a great defense, you're going to have to stop the run. If you can't stop the run and you're talking about some of the great backs that's coming out now. And I don't like the premium they put on running backs. You get over 30, you can't play. I don't think Marshawn Lynch playing tonight uh, for whatever reasons. I don't know. He's, he's Marshawn Lynch. I don't, know, I don't know if he's playing tonight. But Tar Gurley, if I'm not mistaken, coming out of the University of Georgia, had an ACL at Georgia, still played at the end of his uh, collegiate career, drafted in the first round. Don't forget about Jeff Fisher and what kind of coach he is. He had the likes of uh, uh, Eddie George. Made Eddie George a... A baller out of the Ohio State. The Ohio State. Yeah, I agree. Whatever. Todd Gurley out of the University of Georgia. Played his first game. This guy goes for 140-something yards on a defense that we say is one of the best in the league. They were off balance. This has nothing, in my opinion, this whole little... Soliloquy I'm going on about this defense. This has nothing to do with Todd <laughs> Bowles being gone to the New York Jets. Because it's the same concept, it's the same verbiage, same players. Outside of Carlos Damsey, who, who's, I don't think he's anywhere. I think San Fran let him go. Here nor there. But nothing changed with defense philosophy. Calais Campbell, um, who's one of the leaders on that defensive line. Speaking of Calais Campbell, real quick side note. I think he has an event tonight that I might be going to with uh, one of my good buddies. Let's just call him Hank from Tucson. Tucson, Del Mar, whatever, Brigantine, here we come, sooner or later. Anyway, you got a running back in Todd Gurley who was outstanding running back on the collegiate level. And what was, who was the last outstanding running back? Adrian Peterson? I'm not saying he's Adrian Peterson, but I'm saying what he's about to do for the St. Louis Rams this might be special, barring any injuries. Barring any injuries, the St. Louis Rams. Now, go back to what I said in preseason. These guys, if they can resuscitate this offense, 
They might be the number two spot. I still don't think. I think the Cardinals go in St. Louis and beat them. I think the Seattle Seahawks going to beat them in Seattle. Those just are my thoughts. But as a Cardinals defense, and I'm all over the place, but as a Cardinals defense, you have to be able to stop the run. Because secondary-wise, you have some of the you have powers you have who didn't play well last night, in my opinion, because uh, Tavon Austin, he was scorching this guy. You have Patrick Peterson, uh, Terrence Matthews. You have you have these guys. Uh, who's my Johns, uh, Johnson? The safeties. You have these guys back there that can actually play some football. They understand the team concept or what they do in the secondary to be successful. But none of that's going to matter because now you're off balance because you can't stop the run, a thing that you've always done, you've done consistently in the past. And offense, you can't turn the football over. It's just a recipe for disaster. That's the Arizona Cardinals in my little, my little rant. I said I didn't have a rant, but that's my little rant on what the Cardinals have happened yesterday. I was distraught. I'm not going to tell you when I left the game, but I was distraught. But again, I said it happens. It happens. All right, let's move on to, uh, you know, what? I, one of the things I want to talk about is uh, Marty Schottenhammer. Not so much him, but this is a guy that told Drew Brees he was no longer a San Diego Chargers, that he couldn't play for the Chargers anymore. Phillip Rivers is a great quarterback without a Super Bowl. I like Phillip Rivers. That's probably why I said great, but he's a real good quarterback. He's a San, country boy from North Carolina. He's a... Um, well, we all thought he might go down to Tennessee in a huge trade with the uh, Mariota and Mark and um, uh, who my God, Winston in this year's draft. Something, we thought something drastic was going to happen. Um, but he said that Drew Brees was no longer a San Diego Charger. Drew Brees go to Miami, get a physical. They said they was worried about his shoulder. He goes to New Orleans, and I can say the rest is history, but what he does while he's in New Orleans is throw for 400 touchdowns in a class that only two people. I want to know. I got somebody got a 888-346-9144. Send me the information. Because Tom Brady has to be close to that. All Tom Brady do, all he does is throw touchdowns. And when you're talking about a running game, well, they got a running back by committee. Here's their running game. Amendola, quick three-yard routes. Get another three more yards. It's second and four now. You can win and beat a lot of teams in that, with that format. But Drew Brees has 400 touchdowns, if I'm not mistaken. Peyton Manning is in that class, or Drew Brees in that class with Peyton Manning and Brett Favre. It's only three quarterbacks do that. So now, now I'm very interested to see, where, to see where Tom Brady is in his regards to how many touchdowns. Tom Brady has 400 also. I'm getting a uh, some information from Hank from Tucson. But this guy is outstanding, has been outstanding. And he missed last week. Uh, McCown came in, uh, Josh's brother, quarterback for Cleveland. Uh, Marino has uh, 420 touchdowns. So this is a big class. Maybe I was uh, skimming and not reading, but this is a big class, a big enough class, I should say. Marino has 420. Drew Brees joined that club. And what a better guy to join the club. If you if you met Drew Brees, you may see I know the guy and I met the guy. Well, if I know him, obviously I met him. But class act guy, very class guy, 
classy guy, um, good friend. Uh-oh, I got some real stats right here. Good friend, um, Peyton Manning. What's this, 39? He got 536 touchdowns? Wow. Brett Favre, 508. Dan Marino, 420, as I mentioned. Tom Brady has 401 and still going. Drew Brees, as of last night, beating the Dallas Cowboys, 400. Fran Tarkenin, 342. Okay, we, we, we in the threes now. You're in the 400 club. You got to get the 400 club. Damn, 500. These are Hall of Fame guys. Everyone I just named, Drew Brees will go in the Hall of Fame. And let me tell you why he will go in the Hall of Fame. John Elway, 300, but he had Terrell Davis and that great holding offensive line who held on every play, and referees never call it, okay, I lost my mind, I'm back. Warren Moon has 291. That's surprising. I thought Warren Moon would have more because of that run-and-shoot offense they had. They had those four dynamic receivers. Peyton Manning, 536. I can go on. John United's. See, I'm getting all this information from Hank from Tucson. He's he's my statistician. So, Um, Three minutes left in the break. 888-346-9144. But that is a guy, and I I wonder where uh, this coach is who says uh, Drew Brees on his 15th year. He wasn't supposed to play after he left San Diego because everyone put the word out that his shoulder was damaged, that he wasn't going to throw anymore. Let me tell you why he's going into the Hall of Fame. Not because he won a Super Bowl. Well, that has something to do with it, but there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame, as you know, because my listeners are very intelligent. As you know, there's a lot of people in the Hall of Fame that do not have Super Bowls. What Drew Brees did in the time in this world where football being just a game but important in a lot of regards and Katrina what happened down in New Orleans and Katrina, and these guys went in the Super Bowl, he's going to forever be attached to this. Not to mention that he's a very classic guy, a guy who can play football, knows the ins and outs, a guy who's taking his team. Take Drew Brees off that team. We're not even talking about the New Orleans Saints. What, what the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees did last night was kept themselves in the picture in a very, what I would say, NFC South, that's Carolina Panthers, who's undefeated, that I mentioned that team. That's the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who's, oh, Atlanta Falcons is the other team that's undefeated. That's my sixth team. That is my sixth team. I knew I was a genius. Okay, and then you have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints. New Orleans Saints at the bottom of the barrel. Well, I guess you could say Tampa Bay is right there with them. But what he did was keep the door crack for these guys to make some moves the New Orleans Saints Drew Brees but you take them off you take them off the New Orleans Saints teams we're not even talking about them anymore even though you have the head coach over there Peyton Sean Peyton guy who was suspended a couple years ago for some illegalities you take Drew Brees off this team and we're not talking about these guys and that's what Sean Payton as the head coach they, they are not relevant but this is why he's going to the time in life the history the, the time the game of football where we put football on a pedestal winning the Super Bowl in New Orleans Katrina you can't write a better story than that Drew Brees will be in the Hall of Fame five years from the time he retired this is the Quarm Last Sports Talk I'm going to take a quick break we'll come back we'll finish up the show
Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Hosts J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Pack it up, pack it in, let me begin. Welcome back. Welcome back. Kwame Lassie for Sports Talk. You know the number. You know the show. It's going to move. You already heard me for two segments, so you know I'm all over the place. But if you got a question or comment, 888-346-9144. What was that song just played, Jump Around? What was that, House of Pain? Oh, man. Where do we go from here? Better yet, where does... Whew, Philbin for the Miami Dolphins. This head coach is going to be gone. This is a guy. This is a guy who couldn't handle the situation with uh, Incognito and, and Jonathan. I don't think he handled that well. In fact, in my own opinion, I think he had. I think he let it go on longer than it should have. You head coach. You know you sitting in your eye retirement. You know you know what's going on. You know you have snitches in the locker room, and snitches get what. Stitches. I don't believe in a no snitch rule. It's life or death in there. That's a family. But Philbin, let me stay on Philbin because this because this could be important. Joe Philbin, head coach for the Miami Dolphins, don't don't think he did a good job. I think he's a better coordinator than the head coach. A lot of head coaches are better coordinator. Rex Ryan. Uh, we get into that later. Um, I don't think he's a head coach guy. I think he deserves a place in the National Football League. I don't want anybody not coming from me saying, Kwame said he shouldn't have a job. I think everybody should have a job, especially in your passion. I believe this is a passion. I just don't believe that. I just don't believe he, he's handling these situations as the guy, as the head guy for this team. There's no spark. And I watched this game. This was the first game on. This was the Miami Dolphins and the New York Jets. I picked the New York Jets to win. I get in my fantasy later. My fantasy, these freaking teams are killing me. I should have said a custom word right there, but these freaking teams are killing me. With being average, I wish I still played for three plays, maybe four. Two of them are getting the rest of the team Gatorade, but the other two, I'm going to ball out. Because I can't understand how these teams are losing. Miami Dolphins and uh, Tannehill, who's coming into his own as a quarterback, guy out of Texas A&M, was a receiver in college, here nor there. But there's no spark to this Miami Dolphins team. 
it used to be like what I thought about the Cardinals. Who don't want to play in Arizona? You in Arizona. But I'll, take, I'll give you one better. Who don't want to play in Miami? How you get guys? See, these palm trees be killing these people. Palm trees and a couple million, you have no drive. You, you're doing what I'm doing right now. You, have, you got vino in your hand. Palm trees and a couple millions. I need to market that. Palm trees and a couple millions. You don't have any drive. And I don't know if you should. You got a couple million around palm trees, you should be relaxing. But if you're a businessman and this is your passion and this is about your business of winning football games, you have to win football games. You have to consistently win in football games. Try playing in um, try playing in Lambeau where it's freezing. There's no palm trees. Maybe in uh, Aaron Rodgers' yard because he might have made it look exotic. But you got Miami, everything we know about Miami. And you got guys coming there as a free agency. You got guys being drafted there. And it's more so the free agency guys that's coming there. And you, you don't want to play. You don't want to establish that as one of your home bases. But I, I, I point to the head coach. There's no motivation. There's no spark in these guys. First game on TV yesterday because they were playing in London. Todd Bowles and his team. I talked Todd Bowles and the defense. Again, I don't think the Cardinals, Todd Bowles' absence had anything with the Cardinals' defense lacking because they, they're the same guys. And we watched them three games prior. Joe Philbin, you're just not getting it done, man. You're the head coach. You can't be too friendly with the, your staff. If they're not getting it done, you got to fire somebody. You, I'm not saying make somebody a scapegoat because I see that around the lead a lot. But for me, speaking for myself, if I hire my friends, <clears throat> I fire my friends. It's simple. That, this is not personal. This is business. I hired you because I believe you can get the job done. If you can't get the job done, I can get you some help. If you say you don't need no help and you don't get the job done, you telling me you want to do what you want, so I got to fire you. This is the business of winning football game, Joe Philbin, Miami Dolphins, in Miami, palm trees and millions of dollars. You have to win football games. This is crazy. You better be glad I didn't take a free agent trip down there. But you have to win football games in this league, especially with the team you have. And then you give Ndamukong Sue a trillion dollars. I'm not sure... I mean, it, me, I'm, I, I will wait. I'm patient enough to see it pays off. But when you already got, you already one of the top guys in the league, that got to pay off now. And Dominic and Sue, that has to pay off now. And we, see, we heard the rumblings between Dominic and Sue and his defensive coordinator, or maybe it's a defensive line coach, that he's not running the plays that's called. The first thing I thought about was Eric Swan. Let me move on from there. And Dominic and Sue, you got to make the plays. You got to get it done. You the catalyst on that defensive line. You left Detroit for this. For millions in palm trees. Joe Feldman, you're not getting these guys acclimated to. You're not putting the chemistry together. And it's your job as the head coach, Joe Feldman. You might be fired today. I'm not doing any breaking news stuff. But you might be fired today. There's, there's, there's concerns and questions about your job right now. You got to get it done. Now, let me go to another coach because I talked about coaches that um, are great, outstanding defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators. But when you get to the head coaching job, it's kind of it's difficult to maintain and do everything. I'm going to talk about Rex Ryan. I'm Rex Ryan. He was my coach here in, 
here in McConnell's days with uh, Buddy Ryan, actually Buddy Ryan's son. Oh, man. Rex Ryan, your team has 17 penalties. And you telling me, you telling us that that was okay? You'd rather be with a team that's going to fight? Well, how about we already know that to most football players, if, if you're winning and you're consistently winning, I, you don't have to prove to me you're tough. Some coach put you on a team because he thought you was tough. Because you showed some toughness somewhere down the road. You might have fooled them. It is October, so trick-or-treat and Halloween, all that stuff coming with it. But look, I need the football players to be smart. You cannot make 17 penalties and think you're going to win a football game. You have a quarterback now. You have one of the best defensive minds in the game. You have a good deep, You have a pretty good defense out there that can stop teams, but you can't have idiot, idiots lining up. This is Kwame Lott Sports Talk, 888-346-9144. I got Kurt on hold. Kurt. Kurt Feltkeller, are you on hold? I'm right here. Okay. I'm right here. Man, I was going on a little rant. I was about to lose my mind. I, I was possibly. Hey, you went on the absolute right rant, and it is about Buffalo. That linebacker had two personal foul penalties within three plays and should have had a third on the fourth play when he need the player when he was walking away after tackling him. Um, need him in the uh, in the shoulder and head. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. On that. And then, and then, but Rex Ryan does nothing and leaves him there in the game. His butt should have been yanked off that field so quick he should have had whiplash. I'm in the business of yanking my starters. If you're an idiot, and if you're an idiot, I got to look in the mirror like, why do I got this idiot starting? He fooled me. Like, you cannot, oh. ha- you cannot have guys on the field like that. Now, Rex Ryan want to beat the ultimate. Now, I said he got a great defensive mind because you see his schemes, and I played in his schemes. Yep. But you cannot put idiots on the field. You cannot be – he wants to be the ultimate player's coach, the ultimate, but only to the defense. I mean, he might back up one or two guys on offense that's ballers. We know offensive guys. Right. And it, but come on now. You, you come to the sideline because you told me you don't care about the other 10 guys on the field with you who's balling, who's trying to ball. And then it's contagious. When you're doing great things, you're doing good things, all that happens back-to-back consecutively. But when you're doing, you're doing some kneeing the guys in the helmet, that, that re- that translates to 17 penalties and a loss. Oh, and I don't help me understand because, again, you know him. You know him personally. You played for him. You played for his father. Help me understand why he continues to prove over and over he cannot institute discipline into a program to support his defensive scheming. Right. I don't. Get it. That is a great question. And, here, and here's how I'll answer it. Again, I'll go back to what I said. You want to be the ultimate players coach. These guys already know who you are, Rex Ryan. They know they come into a defense who's going to give them a chance to win week in and week out. They know on your bye week when you're not playing teams thinking about your defense. Why don't you instill that in your offensive players and let them know, here's the consequence. We have fines, and I know they got fines over there in Buffalo, but we have team fines and player fines. 
It's it's a joke. You know what the fire money is gonna do? It's gonna we're gonna take it and we're gonna go out to eat, or we're gonna donate it to charity. Yeah. We're gonna donate it to a, some family that's around the program a lot, and which is a good cause, which is a good thing. But right. but it's not. But it's, 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 dude, it's not sending the right message. I, I just don't understand why the eleven ten guys on that defense had to be sitting there looking at this guy. In fact, nobody was t- even talking to the linebacker. They, they had to be looking at this guy. Hey, fool, you are screwing our entire opportunity right. here. You've given them 30 yards of, of advancement, which should have turned into 45 yards of advancement. I'm actually kind of surprised that they didn't throw him out. I was, kind of, I was looking for him on that second personal foul. I bet you the referees were thinking about tossing him out of the game because that was two two plays in a row that he acted like an idiot right. by, by tearing people up. I, I just, and if you can't play the game within the confines of which it's supposed to be played, then you shouldn't be out there. And he's clearly demonstrated that. He, and Rex Ryan, I'm sorry, but I lost so much respect for him. But then again, I, I called myself out of saying how foolish I was because this has been the same thing everywhere he's been. That was the problem with the Jets. He had no institutional control, particularly when it comes to discipline. It's time for Rex Ryan to get a hold of his philosophy has to be has to be tampered with. His philosophy has to be because I don't know how many teams going to buy into that uh, giving you a head coaching job. And I'm not saying he should he should be fired, but I, I am on the lines with you when you say how come he not how come he does not instill the discipline it takes discipline to play in his defense which drives me crazy why are these idiots doing what they're doing you have to in yeah. that defense you have to be very disciplined it is crazy right. to me i'm not going to go to break i'm going to keep this thing going but you have to um in his defense it's crazy so you can being the ultimate ultimate player coach that's fine but when it comes down to winning i i came in here being an idiot myself uh, and that rarely happens. But I came in here in the first week and said, the the uh, Buffalo Bills going to the Super Bowl. I was being facetious. I was joking around, talking yeah. crazy. But yeah. but I'm <laughs> but I but I, yes, you were. But my Super Bowl for them was a wild card. <laughs> that was a yeah. wild card for them. But you you if you don't get a hold of this, it's going downhill fast. And then the New England Patriots came in here and showed them how football was supposed to be played. They went Absolutely. in. Yeah, you 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 go to Buffalo. Where was that game in Buffalo or, or it might have been in New England? But they showed them how football's been played. See, everybody want to play the champ until you line up with the champ. You can't yeah. make discipline. If they were playing the New England Patriots when they had the seventeen, score would have been eighty to zip. Yeah, yeah. I I think you might be onto something. I think this is if Rex can't demonstrate the ability to win consistently and in the right way. I think this might be his last head coaching job because I think his act is wearing thin. Yes, yes. We got another call online. Kurt, you might like this one because um, she's on. Um, I mean, you requested her on LinkedIn, but she never went to her LinkedIn to accept you. Yeah, she apparently. I I I'm not deserving of her to even communicate with. So <laughs> she has a great show. What the well, heck? guys, you know, you know, just to let you guys and everyone know, I am not on LinkedIn. It is so weird how. Many people will tell me that they requested to be linked up with me on there, and I'm not on there. How you got this dynamic? You, on there. you have this dynamic radio show, and you don't. You're not on LinkedIn. 
Let me tell you, LinkedIn never did anything for me. Oh. You know what works? Well, you know what works? Actually going to the people you need to go to and talking to them and showing them who you are in person. So it never did yeah. anything for me. Well, Sheree, you got this. You got this dynamic show, um, and I've been on I know. it. And, and then, oh, look at her talking. About I know. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm being honest. It's not that I'm being arrogant or cocky. I'm just, I'm being honest, guys. You know, again, it never did anything for me. And and for me, I don't want everyone to know who I am, per se, for them just to look at it. You come to me, you know. I I tweet. You know I tweet all the time. Oh, yeah, you tweet guru. See, I want everybody to know who I am. (laughs) And then, so when they say something stupid, I'm well within my rights to smack them in their face. Exactly. Cherie, your your ears must have been burning on Saturday because Kwame really? and I were talking about you on the golf course. So Yeah. No. Well, you guys didn't invite me to come play golf. I am very Well we we're gonna do the we're gonna do the San Diego thing. Okay. We're gonna okay. Do, yeah, we're gonna do that. I'm I'm ready for that. I'm I'm ready for San Diego. I'm long overdue. For a trip to uh, San Diego, I got a so good buddy. I'm that, definitely ready. Yeah, we're gonna do the Brigantine. We're gonna we're gonna do a lot of things because Hank from Tucson. Well, you guys got to give me the date so I can go ahead and get my flight. Okay, sounds good. Sounds good, Sheree. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now I'm gonna say this, and I want you to uh, elaborate on. Cause we were talking about Rex Ryan and these penalties. We were talking about Joe Philbin getting fired. I was talking about the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, in the first quarter of the football season, because I break the I break the season down in quarters. I've always done that. Once I've mm-hmm. learned how to do that, you know, four, 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 and four. The Cardinals are three and one. Everybody's saying that we. The craziness is there was that we jump on the Cardinals bandwagon too soon. They lost one game. They three and one. <laughs> they were so. No, no. I, I don't think you did. And you know, I, I heard you guys speaking about Rex Ryan and the mm-hmm. Buffalo Bills situation. And again, this is Make Moves Monday, so you guys were awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in your analysis on that. Uh, and I'll start first with your Cardinals. I don't think anyone called this game. I mean, let, let's, give, let's give credit where credit is due, and that is to the St. Louis Rams scouting department taking a chance on Todd Gurley, number one. Because he had that okay? ACL. Yes, but number one, taking a chance on this young man and bringing him back now when they did, okay? Last week, he didn't really get into his groove. He hit, I mean, you saw him hit the A-gap a few times, but he really didn't get a burst the way he wanted to get a burst in that game last week. This week, I'll be honest with you, as good as your Cardinals defense is, no one called this game. And, you know, between Honey Badger and Patrick Peterson, those guys, I saw them at one point, they were gassed. They were gassed. They were tired, and those guys really, really played hard. But Todd Gurley is, 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 guys, he's something special. He really is. No one called this game. No one thought that the St. Louis Rams were going into Arizona to beat the Cardinals. Well, you, you know, know what? I, no well, let me say, let me back you up a taste right there now. I said in the <laughs> beginning, I said in the beginning that the, the Rams is going to be, they can vie for that second place in this division. And, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of talk about the a- NFC West being one of the toughest or one of the better. I mean that's arguable. But you, I thought if they had any offense, and what I see, if he can consistently do this, but not only Todd Gurley, but Nick Foles. Nick Foles has to be very consistent. You can't go into DC and play how you play. You can't do that if you want to be that team. 
But you got up for the Cardinals, and you're supposed to be up for the Cardinals. But you're supposed to be up. You're supposed to be up for the Washington Redskins also. The Philadelphia right. Eagles right. also. You got to get up for these teams. Now I think, and I, and then before Kurt go or you go again, but I think um, the biggest, the biggest taking a chance on it's not Tar Gurley. You remember Willis McGahee and Miami who tore his knee up real bad. Yeah. That my yeah. and, and Miami Dolphins. I mean, sorry, and the Buffalo Bills drafted him in the first round. I was wondering how mm-hmm. that happened. That was he tore, he tore his knee up so bad. I thought it came off, and he got he went in the first <laughs> round because he went to Miami and what he did. And a young guy, you feel like he's gonna these guys are gonna heal. I thought the St. Louis Rams. I re, I agree with you on this. They handled him perfectly fine because you draft a guy in the first round. You always think he has to come and play right now. We want him in right now. You got to get our money's worth out of him. But you drafted him knowing that he had an injury in college, and he did finish up his college career. But if I can have him for the long haul, and we doing okay offensively, we got a running game. We got somewhat of a running game. He comes in and do what he does. You did the right thing by holding mm-hmm. him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree with you guys on Ty Gurley. I think he, he played he played well, and they took their time and bring him into the lineup. Um, but, you know, the, the Cardinals are three drop passes from actually blowing out the uh, Rams. Yeah. And um, that game, you know, all the kudos in the world to the Rams for playing the way they did. They came in finally, and they looked like they were ready to play. They were dancing I think the around. They're still going to win this division, and I think the Rams are going to finish second. I think Seattle's in trouble. So you've been listening I'll to this call it right now, right? Right. Seattle's and they they play tonight. Seattle play. Well, they play Detroit tonight, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. They yeah. do, and Detroit is desperate for a win, guys. Oh, they and need Kurt one. And Kurt is absolutely okay. right. You know, the offense did not help the Cardinals' defense, Kwame. You know that. I the do. defense was oh. on the field so much, they were gassed. God, they were tired. I know they that. I know absolutely that. Absolutely tired. I know that life. I know that life well. Yeah. <laughs> I know that life well. And the thing about it is these guys are ballers and they don't mind, but that's not how you win football games. That's not, right. that's not right. how you win in your division either. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting mm-hmm. division mm-hmm. with uh, St. Louis and, and Arizona. I mean, I, and I think, you know, we're still – we're still looking at probably two of the best defensive teams. Yep. I mean, there was. Yep. That was major old school. Knock your blank into the dirt on every single play. That's Those what I like. Out there hitting. I mean, that was that was football at its finest in so many different ways. I mean, the plays that were made. You know, I, I got to give I got to give their quarterback some credit. I mean, I, I'm not a big Nick Foles fan, but. Boy, he made some passes to Austin yeah. that were just ridiculous. And they it, were perfectly thrown. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if that comes together, the Rams are going to be quite formidable because then you'll have Gurley, a passing game, and they already have an outstanding defense. An outstanding mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I, I say that and, defense. And that's the one thing, you know, we, we don't often look at these small guys that play big, and that's what I like about Austin. He's a small yep. guy, but he plays big. He will go up Huge. against anyone, anyone. Yeah, yeah I like so, I, I, I like Tim McCarthy. Yeah, coming out of West Virginia, I like that guy. So he he was yeah. he was, mm-hmm. I thought he was going to be a huge part of what they did. Nay, not only that. He's uh he's dynamic in the special teams. He's dynamic in returning punts. This guy, yeah. he, he's a he's a difference maker for that team. Now before we get off, we got like three minutes before we get off the air. But I do want to talk. Uh, uh, well, I'm gonna say this, but I do want to talk Sharice's show on Wednesday because, I mean, I was on it. and It was great. But before I get to that, before Sharice gets to that, and. Uh, <laughs> 
what, what what is going? Have you guys heard anything about this? What um, uh, my goodness, Stephen A. and uh, what's this guy? Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. Well, I, I, see, I wasn't going to speak on it because I didn't do enough research on it. I didn't get the well, but but, but. He, I just watched. I watched the the uh, the second part of Tekken. Uh, take uh, excuse me, the second part of um, first take. First take at eleven. And guys, I just feel like no matter who you are, you do not threaten an athlete on national television. He threatened him. Okay, Kevin Durant is basically saying, Stephen, Stephen A is putting out these rumors saying Kevin Durant really wants to play for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Well, did we not, you know, um, Kirk and, and, and Kwame, did we not talk about just two weeks ago, we talked about athletes signing contracts? Right. Kevin Durant is under contract. People yeah. could get in trouble for tampering. Could they not? Am they, I right? They can. And, and, and so he's saying, Stephen A., you're lying. So Stephen A. was probably... I told um, you this. He was probably... So uh, Durant probably thinks Stephen A. was a go-between trying to put it out there, but Durant know that tampering and the lead and everything can get in trouble. And even when his old coach being fired, um, I, I thought... Yeah. I, and I agree, with, I agree with you on this on this part right here. Stephen A., you have a platform, you have a show, and I was and I was on the right. fence with it, but there were some threats in that in that uh, little dissertation he had about you really don't want to make me an enemy, you really don't want to get on right. this platform with me. Any yeah, you at don't all. because you first no. of all you got to know how athletes think and how they are. You know we first of all we don't trust anybody, but you just know how the athletes <laughs> are. You know how they are, what we gonna say, what we want to say. Remember he was well, the goal. Not only that, the fan base. Let's think about the fan base, people that he could really make mad enough who love Kevin Durant. Everybody. I mean, here's yeah. a guy who's only a year removed from winning MVP. Right. People could really take this seriously. I, I'm, yeah. a Kev, I'm a Kevin Durant fan. I just thought he... And I, Me too. I, I thought if he left Oklahoma for anywhere, which I don't think he should leave Oklahoma, but if he did, then go to Washington, go home. I, I say that being a hypocrite right. because and, I... And I, I think everybody knows that would be the place, but yeah. for him to put that out there, and yeah. Kevin Durant, you know, guys, he's really a soft-spoken guy. So for him to say, listen, he's lying, I don't know why he's putting these rumors out here, I am very close to a small group of people. Yeah. Those group of people don't talk to Stephen A. I don't know where you got this from, but please do not put these rumors out there. Stephen A comes back, instead of just diffusing it, he comes back and says, I'm not lying. You don't want to make an enemy out of me. I heard that. That was uh, crazy to me. You know what? It's it, ridiculous. It's making move money. I appreciate Kurt calling in. I appreciate Sheree coming. Uh, both of these guys have a passion. You, you should have seen me and Sheree. You should have seen Kurt in my show. I know, Kurt. You have to come on to my show as well. I, the more, the better. I'm telling you, we have you know, a lot of fun. Well, I'm off the air. On LinkedIn, I'd get an invite. Yeah, well, that's true. But I got to get off the air. I'll be back Tuesday, talking trash Tuesday. We'll be back well, Tuesday and we I'll get it in. Send Kurt the information. How Qua- about that? Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. I will. Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. I appreciate my... <laughs> we- Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>